Thank you all again for joining me on this journey. Your next 820 episode, consider it again your next urgency meeting about your resilience. Let's take these 500 seconds, you know, less than 10 minutes out of your day, just to reflect on where we are. And as a follow-up to the previous podcast on desperation and maintenance. And either way, if you refer to that last one, applying the metric or the approach of being in despair or trying to maintain something, although they seem differently, markedly different, is there a way to get past the surface that seems either extremely beautiful and beneficial or extremely ugly and depressing, as I mentioned in a, in a podcast about on the street with nothing or in the mansion with everything. So again, either way, there's no habit that we can get into. No, let me take it back. There's a habit you can get into, but maybe it's a habit we can get away from or get deeper into what is at our core essence. How do we maintain ourselves and stay out as much as possible out of the despair condition? I say I'm equating desperation and despair equally here. But you're really feeling that you have nothing to live for. That's a different conversation. Different from, okay, yeah, I lost my job. I have bills to pay and they're mounting. Not that I have nothing, but there's no income coming in. What do I do with this? Well, it seems simple. But for example, if you have way too much stuff, you can start decluttering, selling, getting rid of, even donating. Not about the money you get back to replete um, or reconstitute your income or what's in your savings. It's something about not just the transactional, I give this, I get that. You give this away and you get much more back. Because that exercise, that effort is really, whether you know it or not, driving you even closer and closer to what your core is, your essence, how you got here, why you're here, to your purpose, your message. I know I've mentioned this before on many of these podcasts. I'm not trying to you know, beat that horse to death or to keep repeating um, those, I call those pearls of wisdom, just my observations about what has worked for me in this journey of mine for six decades and what I'm sharing with you that might relate to what you go through, have been through, or what you can share with others out there who might need to hear that. Not saying that what I'm putting out in these podcasts is the one over the world solution to you know world hunger or the wars in Gaza or in Yemen or in Iraq, Iran, in Ukraine. I don't know. I wish there was a way for us to resolve this. Although there is a way. I hope I get to that towards the end of this uh, dispatch today. But as a teaser, it sounds like to me, it feels like to me, it is what I mentioned before, was coming even 
more and more repeatedly about love. And it's not just the word, not the expression, not the hallmark card you can give somebody. It's really the definition of it. As I mentioned before, the sub-enterprise in the A20 podcast for me now is the meaning of love. So some of these podcasts are touching on what I'm learning about it. Not that I know it. I'm touching on what I'm learning about it. Yeah, a little late in life, yes. But being candid with you, I'm trying to understand how to apply it. Not in the good times, in the bad and ugly times as well. So again, even after you've gone through a time of despair or desperation, we find ourselves... After all that, getting back to work, getting back to the task at hand, getting back away, back and away from where our core heart is. That connection to me, that I mentioned just a few moments ago, it could be the resolution or the approach to tempering these high-level, intense emotions and then, of course, the actions that follow that, i.e. wars, divorces, arguments, all that stuff. It can be tempered and resolved. I'm thinking or observing through understanding how to apply love, how to access it and then dwell within it. It doesn't dwell within you or I. We dwell within it. But for me, I have found myself distanced from it and distancing myself from it for over these years it's now coming to more clarity. I can see it now, start to feel it now, but also to then applying it to everyday things, like that floor has to be mopped in this house, like that bill has to be paid, like you need to get in back in shape, start walking, start running again, be more consistent. It's all about the consistency. No, not a thousand push-ups today and tomorrow. But if you can do that, then do it every day. But some level where you can be comfortable with repeating, not to improve, but to repeat your best with that exercise every day. Apply your best to every instance and in that day you have, that now, that moment. In this case, this moment right now we have today. I know I'm not giving you any, you know, firm directions on these things, but I want you to consider the, the context of being grateful and gracious in what you have received today. Even if it's just that breath we just took today together with, with each other. Even if it's just what you heard today. Even if just what you have felt today that makes you feel closer to your best. Not in comparison to yesterday's best, this best right now. It's, it's a short, call it a nuance or a slight perspective on something that seems so dire, so desperate. Yet, if you take that space, make that space to breathe to feel your breath, to observe that breath. It sounds very simple, but so essential. 
It can make a whole lot of difference in the day that you're looking to realize as your best. All right. Hopefully it helps. Please drop me a line when you get a chance. Hop over to the 820podcast.com website. And until we meet there, then and there, as always, stay present, stay current. It's always 820.